When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode, I share four simple ways to get into meditation. Get excited, because this is Tiny Leaps. Big Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are looking at meditation. This is one of those topics that uh, I've been covering in one way or another ever since the beginning of this show. It's also one of those topics that uh, some of you have acted on, some of you have integrated into your life and seen massive results from. So I'm going to keep covering it because it seems to be helping many of you. So if you're on the fence and you haven't started meditating yet, this episode should hopefully help you to integrate that, help you to start utilizing that in your life. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to join us over on YouTube at youtube.com slash Greg Clunas. If you are just listening to the audio right now, you're missing out on half the experience. So join us over on YouTube, youtube.com slash Greg Clunas. And while you're there, click subscribe, click the like button and drop a comment on the video so that I know you are there and we can talk. All right, let's get into the topic. So when you are trying to get into uh, meditation for whatever reason, right, you know why you want to get into it. You know that it's going to improve your health. You know it's going to improve your ability to manage emotional stress. You know that it's going to give you the space you need, whatever your reason is. Uh, One of the biggest challenges is sticking with it. And that's not surprising because it is a new habit. It's a new thing that you've never really done And therefore, of course, it's going to be difficult to stick with. However, some people sort of screw themselves in the beginning because they approach meditation the wrong way. And that's not to blame anyone, right? If you don't really know anyone who meditates, then of course you aren't going to know how to approach it. So what I've done with this episode is I have gone through four different sources to find uh, their best advice for jumping into meditation and how to approach it. So of course, as always, I'm going to be sharing the original links to the original articles in this episode in the description. So I encourage you to click those, read the full articles. Uh, If this is something you're serious about, then you should get the full context on it. Uh, I'm just sort of pulling stuff that I find really interesting and then expanding on it. So The first piece of advice, if you're trying to get into meditation, if 2020 is the year you're finally going to make meditation work for you, you've got to start small. Now, this should be no surprise to those of you listening to this show. It's literally in the name of the show. I called it Tiny Leaps for a reason. It's not about overwhelming yourself. It's not about trying to do too much in the beginning. You've got to start small. You've got to 
build this thing into your life in a way that is sustainable rather than jumping uh, into everything all at once and then burning out in a few weeks. So this advice comes from zenhabits.com and they recommend just doing two minutes a day to begin with. Now over time, you can increase that, right? Two becomes five, five becomes eight, eight becomes 10, 10 becomes 20, 20 becomes 30 uh, if you end up going that far. So two minutes a day, that's where you start, right? It's easy and you can even go lower, right? You can do one minute, you can do 30 seconds. I know that sounds ridiculous, right? 30 seconds of meditation, what's that going to do for you? I will tell you, it's not about the 30 seconds. It's about what 30 seconds leads to. Because ultimately, the first thing you need to do to make this stick is gain the habit. You need to build this into your life, build space for it in your life so that it happens consistently on whatever uh, uh, frequency you decide on. So 30 seconds may not give you the benefits of meditation, but it does help build it into your life. And then that 30 seconds expands, becomes one minute, becomes two minutes, becomes four, becomes eight, so on and so forth. Before you know it, you are meditating for three hours every single day. I mean, maybe not, but the point is you start small with it. Whatever the length of time you can commit to right now, even if it feels silly, that's what you do. So thank you to zenhabits.com for that advice. The next one comes from Headspace, and it's one that I really like. So I remember back when I lived in New York City, I used to do this all the time. This is actually how I was able to build meditation into my life in the beginning. Now, they say to meditate anywhere and everywhere. Now, what does that mean? Well, there are plenty of moments in your day where you could meditate you just don't feel like it's the right environment. You don't feel like uh, the space is there, right? You feel like meditation needs to be that you're sitting at home or you're sitting in like a meditation room somewhere and your feet are crossed and like you're on a mat and, and there's music playing in the background and maybe there's like some wind sounds. Like you feel like it needs to be this tranquil, serene environment that allows you to meditate. And the truth is, that's not the case. Meditation can simply be sitting on a crowded subway, closing your eyes and focusing on your breath. That that could be it. That could be your meditation. That could be your moment in the day that allows you to finally connect with this thing. And that, that's what I used to do. When I lived in New York City, I had a commute into work every single day. It was about an hour on the subway every single day. And I specifically remember I had this routine of uh, starting from one stop up until probably three or four stops after that, I would close my eyes and I would just breathe. I would just focus on my breath. And this allowed me to get my meditation in so that no matter what happened the rest of the day, I at least had gotten that done. And it had this other benefit of allowing me to tune out some of the craziness of the city. Because if you've never been on a New York City subway, it gets a little bit insane. There are dancers and clowns and musicians and sometimes pole dancers. I don't know. There are weird things that happen on the train. And so it is really nice to have that moment in that chaos where you can slow things down for yourself. Now, when we get back, we're going to look at the last two pieces of advice on how to make meditation a part of your routine. So stick around for that. Let me tell you about one of the ultimate life hacks. It's hard to find the time to sit down to read and learn more. And when you don't have free time, you can't read or work on personal development. Well, there's an incredible app for that, and it solves that problem with ease. 
I highly recommend it. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. Successful people like business leaders are well known for reading a lot of books and Blinkist is made for busy people like you who want to get the main points of a book quickly so you can start using that information right away. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute, on your lunch break, or while you exercise. Just 15 minutes. 12 million people are using Blinkist right now, and it has a massive and growing library from self-help, business, health, to history books. It has the latest titles from bestsellers lists, as well as the classic nonfiction titles you always meant to read but never had the time to. One of the books I've been meaning to read for a while is Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. It's one of those books that I hear about constantly, but I just haven't had a chance to pick up yet. Thankfully, with Blinkist, I can go through it in 15 minutes and then decide, do I want to pick up the full book or not? Either way, I get the information and I can walk away knowing what that book is about and using its insights to improve my life. With Blinkist, you can get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. And right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for Tiny Leaps listeners. Go to Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to try it free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash tiny leaps to start your free seven day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at blinkist.com slash tiny leaps. Okay, we are back. We're talking about how to make meditation a part of your routine. And the third piece of advice comes from daring to live fully. And they say that you should essentially habit stack it, meaning tie it to something else. Now, we've talked about habit stacking here on the show in the past. I've never really done a dedicated episode on it, so maybe I will do that, but habit stacking is fairly straightforward. You take something that you already do, something that you're already sort of integrated into your life, and then you add a new habit to it. And by tying those two habits together, you make it more likely that you'll follow through. So the perfect example of this has always been you're brushing your teeth. You want to start flossing, right? Floss your teeth before you brush because you're going to brush your teeth regardless. You're, you're going to brush your teeth like that is built into your life. That's been conditioned since you were a child. Maybe flossing wasn't. So if you do it before, that thing that's automatic, that's going to get done. It's the new thing. That's the thing that is um, is difficult to follow through with. So if you do it before, all of a sudden, it becomes a whole lot easier to do. Same thing with if you want to drink more water. Drink water while you are going through your normal morning routine, right? So you've already got a habit and a routine built up. Now just walk around with a glass or a bottle of water and take sips as you do that thing. You stack a new habit onto an existing habit. The same can be true for meditation. Now, it depends. It's completely up to you when that thing gets stacked, right? If you want to meditate in the morning, that's when you have the most time. Cool. Maybe you do your meditation while you're making coffee. So you set up the pot, you turn on the thing, and you close your eyes and focus on your breath until it's done. It might only be a minute. It might only be three minutes, 
but it's still valuable. Maybe you do your meditation at night. Maybe you do it right before you fall asleep. So you stack those two things together. Now the order becomes brush your teeth, get changed, lay down, meditate, sleep. You just slide it right into the existing sequence of things that's going to happen anyway. The point is to find that habit that you can tie it to and attach it to that thing. When you attach it to an existing habit, it makes it more likely that it will happen. And that is the most important part of this. And then the last piece of advice comes from Buddhanomia, uh, and it is to keep it simple. Now, what do we mean by this? Uh, there's a lot of ways to meditate. There's a lot of meditative practices. There's a lot of uh, things that meditation can be for people. But the easiest and simplest way to do it is simply to focus on your breath. You close your eyes, you do a deep inhale, hold for a second, deep exhale, and just do that over and over again. You just focus on that process, the feeling of the breath coming in through your nose. Maybe you focus on an, OA, um, uh, an image for me when I first started meditating was literally just thinking about the air like brushing my nose hairs, right? So trying to feel that, focusing on that feeling. It's not something you really ever notice, but when you slow down and focus right there, you can feel it. And it allows you to put that focus on your breath, so that you're you're more aware of what's happening there, which blocks out everything else. And that's ultimately what meditation is. It's about going internal and slowing things down, putting things on your uh, your timeline, your speed, and and taking control of it. So keep it simple. Don't get super complicated. Don't try 50 million different types of meditation. Like don't even bother falling down that rabbit hole. There's a lot of stuff out there. Just keep it simple. If you're just getting started, focus on your breath. Just inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, and do that for five minutes. That's it. That's all it has to be. So I hope this was helpful to you. Listen, if it was, do me a favor. Find somebody in your life, one person who is trying to make meditation a part of their life, Something, somebody that uh, uh, really needs meditation in their life, and just send this to them. This might be the thing that helps them to finally integrate it into their lives. So hopefully you can share that with them. I've been Greg Clunas. Be sure to find us on YouTube if you haven't already at youtube.com slash Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.